Internets, I'm still screaming Happy New Year, but I'm also explaining to you that America is a sad place right now. What happened in Capitol Hill, I'm still scratching my head. How? How does it happen? I think we all know why. And I think if we don't come together and really pay attention with, to what the fuck is going on in this world, uh, we're going to be in a very sad place. So I pray, listen, man, check on your friends, man. Check on the strong ones that look like they got everything together. Check on your loved ones. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe smile more. Um, lend the vice more. You know, we live in a world right now where it feels like there's so much tension. So I'm just trying to promote peace and blessings. That's it. I didn't even know. I, I, that actually is a bar. <laughs> what, I think I'm an artist now? Internets, listen to me, okay? At Premium P, at Premium P Show. Check the fucking, we have people all over. Listen, I'm so thankful. My my grandmother's 100-year-old recipe. My grandfather's got it. They both got to be looking down proud. PeachPremiumPastaSauce.com. We shipped worldwide. Um, I, literally, it's crazy to, to know that our sauce is in shelves all around the world. So it's a 100-year-old family recipe. You get a chance, pick it up. Um, if you have picked it up already, I appreciate you. Now, make sure you subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and we're on YouTube. Make sure you rate, subscribe, comment, and tell a friend to tell a friend. You never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. Could be an entrepreneur, an actor, an artist, an athlete. You never know. Now, last week's episode, we had the one and only Capone, one half of that dynamic duo, CNN, Capone and Noriega. I mean, the stories he told were funny, incredible. What a journey. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do that, okay? It's available wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. The full video, behind the scenes, different clips. Now, this week, okay, we're back in action. Every week, you never know who's going to be on the Premier Pete Show. We got the one and only The Return of Nems, battle rapper, entrepreneur, just a, a, a real, real true Yorker, okay? So, Internet, I don't even want to say anything anymore except this. Peace and blessings to you and your families from mine. And let's get ready for this week's episode, The Return of Nems on the Premium Pete Show. Happy New Year. Internet, stay blessed. Stay smiling. Stay focused. Now let's get to the episode. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internets. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show plus milk said so fuck what you heard better act like you know it's the premium pete show internets welcome back to another episode of the premium pete show it's a return guest okay hold on let me uh before we even get to it let me say artist entrepreneur i guess we could still call him a battle rapper nah um, not no more no nah eh, it's, it's it, we retired that but yeah. return guest friend uh coney allen mayor uh am i missing any uh um, nah. AKAs or uh, AKA fuck your life. There we go. Yeah, Re- Nems is back on the Premium P show. Welcome back, my brother. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, listen, too many things have gone down since the last time we sat. Yep. And the last time we sat, actually, um, I was just listening to it today again, and I was like, damn, man, the purity of um, you know, your journey 
the hard times. I remember, I don't know if you remember the, yeah, the, of course. The, and how we spoke about like, you know, just powering through, um, you know, tough times, drugs. Um, let me tell you, man, a lot of my life, and I say this to you, you make mistakes and you actually think they're mistakes when we should start looking at them as lessons. Whatever happened, put you where you are today. And uh, yeah, I'm proud to see it, man. So we're going to get the return of Nems. We're going to get into a lot of projects he's been working on. Uh, the, the Fuck Your Life brand, FYL. Yep. Um, and a lot of other stuff, man. So listen, but but more importantly, how important it is to have dark times? Because people want to see good times. People want to see yeah. Rolexes. People want to see chains. People yeah. want to see uh, fun times. Tulu, uh, what do they call this? Tulum? The fucking... Oh, to, uh, to, trips. Tulum. The trips. They want to see, but they don't... But what about the They don't want to see the legwork. Yeah, yeah. Well... I feel like when I look back, and it's funny because um, my my parents both were drug addicts, mm-hmm. right? My both of my parents were drug addicts, and uh, my mother has been clean for around twenty years. Congrats! Now. She was clean before that when I was born, so about sixteen. She relapsed, and then she's been clean since then. She relapsed for about three years. Um, and when I it was her anniversary, I gave her a card and I told her, I said, "Yo, ma." Like, in the card, I love you. Thank you for making me who I am. And thank you for uh, me becoming an addict because without that, I wouldn't have been able to recover and be the person I am today. So thank you for also showing me the recovery side after you grow. So I look back at, at, at the dark times in my life, and they made me who I am. I feel like, honestly, everything happens for a reason. You know, I remember seeing on the gram um, that your mother was crying. Um, I think maybe you gave us some money or, or, oh, or yeah, last Christmas, you know, um, you know how important, I mean, obviously you've always been able to hustle and, 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 and make money, but you know, as you continue to excel, how special has that been to be able to, you know, give them something, you know, and, and obviously we'll get into it, but you know, getting, a, becoming a homeowner, you know, uh, uh, buying new car and, 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 continuously running a successful business and trying to make it pop even more than it has, right? You know, how special has that been for them to see it and also be able to give back more? Well, that's also part of, um, there was years, at least a decade, probably more, where I was a burden to everybody in my life, to my mother, to family, to friends. I was a burden. And that's part of saying you're sorry and making amends without actually having to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like now, where... When I was locked up, when I was up north, my mother came on every every week. Every week. She missed one week because it was a blizzard. Mm. I was locked up for a year and a half. I was up north. And she came for every single visit. And I wasn't an hour away. I was six to sure, eight hours sure, away. Sure. That bus and ride, she came yeah, every yeah. time. Uh, my girlfriend at the time didn't come every week. My mother came every week. When I was fucked up and I was in rehab my mother would bring me underwears and my mother mm. would bring mm. my mother was always there for me so support that's support so she she don't want me to come to say mom sorry those are words i could just show in my actions how i'm living and what i did is i bought a house for my mother now she owns you know now she's a homeowner mm. and when christmas comes around she's retired now she was living check to check you know i give her but even when it's not christmas she gets money sure. my, the roles have reversed I actually told my mother, does she think money grows on trees the other day? Uh, the roles that's have a, actually yeah, that, that, got reversed. That's, that's a mom or pop Because now, quote. Yeah. 
where I used to, she used to give me money. Now I'm constantly giving her money. And it's just part of the making amends and, and just thank you for being there when I needed you. Now you're retired and now I'm here when you need me. You know what I'm saying? You know, do we speak about last time? I don't know if we spoke about Pops, but is Pops still alive? No, my father died when I was four. Uh, he had AIDS. And this is back in the Rest 80s. In peace. When, uh, when AIDS was uh, a death sentence. Like now you can live with it. Um, Did mom ever tell you like anything about him? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, one of the main memories I just have is me kissing him on his forehead in the casket. <clears throat> That's like one of the only memories I have of my father. But uh, he was like I said, my both my parents were drug addicts, so he uh, used needles and he caught you know caught the virus and it was a death sentence. Luckily, me and my mother. We're fortunate and blessed that we didn't, you know, we didn't get, we didn't have that. You know, you obviously went through like your, your struggles and, 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 um, you know, rehab and jail and, you know, I'm sure some crazy times and, you know, did not, not growing up with a father, like, you know, did, you know, did you ever realize how much that affected you? I, I'm just starting to realize that now. Yeah. I'm just starting to realize that now when I see, uh, you know, you grow up with it, it's just normal. So you don't think of what you're missing. You know, like yeah. it's my father died and it was just it is what it is. You just got to keep pushing. You can't let life fold you. You just have to keep going. Um, but now when I'm dealing with 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 a, a girlfriend who has a kid and, and, and also looking to have kids sure. in the immediate, you know, in the near future, uh, you don't realize now I'm just starting to realize how much a father really does make a difference because there's also friends of mine who's have their father in their lives that. Seem like they've they've had an easier path. Sure, sure. You know, sure. and uh, you know, it, it. Now I'm just starting to notice, though. You know, um, it's it's crazy too because even think about that for for girls and for women. You know, and how That's tough big. that is. That, That's big. That for women. Yeah, 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 big time. Um, you know, we you know we we. <laughs> it's crazy to say this, but we as men have realized that because I'm sure a lot of us have messed with a girl who had father issues, like didn't have a father. So it becomes, you know, I love tough. girls with daddy oh, issues. Oh, she smoke. Yeah, I know. They, they, are, they are freaks, but, uh, you know, uh, shouts to that. Listen, you know, it's it, it, it's tough. <laughs> you could call me daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, sometimes actually it's so weird when you say that because sometimes sexually, like, you know, over the years, you, you if you mess with certain girls and they're like, of course. You know, call you daddy. Like, you know, sometimes it's I'm like. It's kind of weird when you think of it. You know, when you. In know. the moment, I have done. In the I, moment, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. Then when you're done, you're like, yeah, yeah, to, I'm not your fucking dad. You're like, you know? oh man, I feel disgusting. Who, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll be honest with you though. Having a daughter uh, made me oh, man. realign my thoughts. Like, remember, I, I was messing with a girl, and she was like, "Yo, just come here." But I knew how much she cared about me, and I was like, "Yo, listen, I'm not gonna mess with you no more." And she's like, "Why?" Because I'm like, I don't want to, you know, like fuck with your feelings. What a because nice guy. I. Only my daughter before yeah. that. Oh, yeah, piece yeah, of yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. because I was like, now, now, don't get me wrong. This doesn't mean that it's not going to happen to your kid, but at least I want to feel good. I was like, yo, you know what? I don't have no future for you. That's who we are, man. We have fun. And, and at the end of the day, we're, we're, we like to joke, we like to laugh, but we're, we're human beings, man. This is where we come from. We could change, yeah. make that two yeah, from be, be, joking to serious in, in, a, in two, in two could, sentences. Could be chameleons. Could be people could adapt to any situation. That's 100%. Just, that's just Brooklyn shit. Now, here's, here's my problem I have with Brooklyn, and we're both Brooklyn Knights. A lot of us, and, and you know, I never asked you this, so I want to hear your opinion, but a lot of us have listened to older and different people from Brooklyn, they looked up to, admired, and most of these people have never been off the block. 
Um, not saying all. I don't no, know. I have certain 100%. situations like this. And it's not until I started traveling yeah. and seeing, you know, like I'm sure some people are, yo, Nems, he nice with the, you know, he could rap, but not ever pitching you to be in Japan rapping. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or take a picture with somebody. Maybe there's some friends that see you, yo, Nems, can I take a picture with you? And they're like, look at this kid. Like, like, no, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know yeah, what's funny? Yeah. Growing up in Brooklyn, because... Because now, as I get older, I analyze just how my life turned out. But I grew up, and I'm sure you have, and we grew up in in in, in schoolyards and, yep. and on corners. Consistently outside. Uh, yeah, consistently outside where we grew up around guys where you can't go and say, hey, guys, I'm feeling insecure today. Please don't mess with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, not yeah. where we came from. Snap it's, was on. Yeah, it was nonstop. I, grew, I learned all my morals, values, and principles from guys on the corner, from my uncles who were in jail their whole life. And you grew up with that mentality, and then you reach a certain age where you're like, everything I learned coming up and I believe to be honorable and true, it's all bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a good person is where it's at, you know? And, 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 and um, putting the, the proper... I spent years being a piece of shit, sure. a scumbag and robbing and stealing and conniving and, you know, and, and at the end of the day, those things are not important, man. What's important is like just being a better, a good person. The other day I heard you mention about even credit, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I try to preach that. To, well, let me not say preach because I hate that word, but I try to teach that to people. Like, yo, you know, growing up, especially being Italian, you know, uh, it's like, I remember everything was cash. Like, and you know, I still, like, I'm talking about, like, I remember going to the store with girls, pulling out 5000 to pay yeah, for yeah, a yeah. fucking Snapple, meaning just a stack of yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. money. I still like doing that. But check this out. Yeah. I don't mind saying this. At that time, that's all I had. That was everything. <laughs> they didn't know that. That was all I had. I had five, I had 56, I had like, I had like, like 5630, I'm just saying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of that shit hurts me too to see like a lot of young kids like hustling for clothes and you could get locked up. You got no lawyer. You got nothing to come home with and you get five years. Um, you know, a lot of how hard is it for you? And I'm, you know, we had this conversation a lot of times to be, you know, to navigate in this music industry shit and navigate in this world because, again, in hip hop, it's a different genre. Like, nobody is bothering Barry Manilow that he's touring at 80. Yeah. But I feel like people are going to give a problem to Hove. Hip-hop is if the he's only genre. Hip-hop is the only genre that doesn't respect its legends. Yep. The Rolling Stones, the Grateful yeah, Dead, the Beatles. they can tour forever and their fan base stays forever. Hip-hop. Billy Joel. Yeah. Hip-hop. Once you hit a certain, once you hit forty or fifty, well, now it's, it's now it's it's changing a little bit because now the, a lot of the artists are uh, in their mid thirties that are just coming out now. Sure, sure. But it's slowly changing. But for the most part, hip hop is a young man's sport, and it's a genre that doesn't respect its legends. But now with like podcasts like Nori shit, yep, um, where they have the legends, and even with the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones legends only yep, boxing, yep, yep. now it's more coming along where they're respecting. The, the the legends because now we're, it's multi-generations. Sure, and putting out stuff to give kids who are younger a chance yeah. to learn who this is because that's the thing. I think we have a a, a lack of a, a communication. There are young cats who want to learn about the legends, but the, the way you're approaching them sometimes is wrong. Like As an older dude, I feel like sometimes some of us, not meaning me, but 
it's you're not approaching the young cats and the young dudes correctly. You know, kind of like, oh, you know, your time I was, I, you know, I already had 10 bitches. I was yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you, you know, you'd be surprised if you pull, you know, a little man to the side, yeah. like, let me talk to you for a second. They would listen. Um, you know, also, how hard is it to be, and this is a weird question, but how hard is it to be real in hip hop? Wait, don't answer yet. When I say real, motherfuckers want you to be real about the, the, the lyrics that you're spitting but then nobody supports you when they when you go to jail for it. Yeah. I mean, we look at it. I don't know what's going on. You know, they got Rico cases uh, against Casanova. They had, uh, who was it before that they had a problem with? 6ix9ine? Uh, uh, um, six, 6ix9ine. Six, uh, six, I mean, listen, you know, these kid's a rat. But, but the point I'm trying to make is, it's like they want you to be real. Yeah. But real to a what? To where I, I got to see Nems on the fucking paper that he's, you know. Gets- I've learned with the industry, with the music industry, the best way to be is just do you and be yourself. Like, I I don't play those industry rules, and I feel like that's why I'm not further along in my career where I could be, is because I don't like playing those games. I don't like... I'm going to do what I want, How and, and thank God that the merch came along, and the merch is doing well, and now the music... But I've been doing this shit for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just starting yeah, to Yeah, some up. people are just starting to you realize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just... This week, I just was getting played on Hot 97 all week. This, that's one of the first Who was times. Pu- who's playing you on there? DJ Enough, Camilo. Shouts to Enough. You know, like. Shouts to Camilo. Just, I'm just starting to see it now, but that's because for years, I don't want, I don't go to, I don't really go to industry events. You know what I'm saying? If I don't fuck with the people, like if Pete has an event, I'm there because I fuck with Pete Yeah, as you a came, person. actually. Uh, yeah, my, with the, Prodigy. The one year anniversary. Rest in peace yeah, to Prodigy, Prodigy man. was there. Um, but I don't, if it's somebody I don't know, I'm not going. I don't, I'm not a. Uh, a networker. I'm not a small talker. I like yeah. to get right down to business. So, um, if and how I do, do you deal show with, up, how do you deal with? And not to cut you off, and I'm sure uh, they'll comment on me cutting you off. But um, <laughs> um, how do you deal with? And I don't want to say only the fuck shit. That this is normal shit. That these, it's normal now. But, the but fuck like, shit, like yeah, like it's how, normal. You just you got to put it to the back of your mind because I look at it like like this, like rapping. When I first started, was fun. The first 10 years was fun. To be honest, rapping is not fun to me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like with somebody, yo, Nems, hop on this track. All right, what is it going to do for my career? Is it going to further my sure, career? You're more or is it going to put money in my pocket? If the answer is no to either one of them, I don't got time to do uh, tracks with people who do this for a hobby now. Sure, sure, you know sure. What I'm saying? Yeah, 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 it's serious just that about with this. this rap shit, I've been doing it, like I said, for 20 years. I'm not willing to give up on my dream. So now it's kind of like I'm stuck in this position. But I'm not stuck because I still love doing it, but I'm not doing it for fun no more. Exactly, now I'm trying exactly. to reach the goals and, 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 that I, and, 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 and I set no, forward to. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the thing, right? It's like you're literally open up, like this is your storefront, NEMS. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I guess I, Yo, rapping used to be a badge of honor. Yeah. When we were coming up, when I was younger, and when I first started rapping, you tell somebody you rap, and they're like, oh, shit. Now it's kind of like an embarrassment. Here's the thing. Rap, oh, you rap? Ha. Everybody fucking raps. Yeah, but 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 rapping also was like a way to get out of the hood for a lot of people. Absolutely. To get out of the drug game, to get out of the criminal shit. Here's my problem. Why when they get out, then you want to knock them? Meaning like, yo, he don't live here no more. He lives in fucking, you know, a That's nice house point. in Jersey. That's the whole point. What the fuck are we talking about? That's the whole point. Nobody, listen, if you're really from the hood... The goal has always been to get out the fucking hood. Like, I love Coney Island. I'm the mayor of Coney Island. 
But I just bought a house in Staten Island, and when I want to be left the fuck alone, don't ask where the address yeah, is. Yeah. Mind your fucking business. When I, when I want to be left alone, I stay in my house. When I want to hang out, and I'm, I'm in Coney Island, I'm with my friends, I'm with my peoples. But for the most part, the goal is to get the fuck out the hood. There's nothing there. That shit is. Even when I used to live there, and I used to go to my grandparents' house in the Poconos, or I used to go to family's house in Staten Island or Jersey, wherever else. I used to come back to Coney Island and be like, it would be like a dark cloud. It's like, mm. all right, back to this negativity. Like I just. Spent the weekend in fucking Jersey, stress-free, good, fresh, clean air. Now I'm back in the hood where it's like you always got to watch your back. It's always your negativity. Yeah, it's always this, 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 who's talking about who, who shot who. And it becomes a, 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 a burden. You know, for somebody who is, you know, I mean, uh, uh, like don't play with Nems. Um, you know, short fuse. You know, you could get smacked. You know, how... How, 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 um, you know, you can meet a kid in Coney Island 19 that'd be take you out in a second. 100%. How, how much of your head needs to be on a swivel when you're in the hood like that? Meaning like, cause people would get jealous. Of course. Right. And they, and, and even though like, here's the crazy thing. I see you grinding. People see me grinding. They may see Mo grinding. They may see Sabino grinding. You know what I mean? Grinding. And, 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 but they may think that we spoke about this earlier, but like off air, but. They may think they made it already. Like, yeah. I see you as you still, and I don't mean this to disrespect, yeah. I see you, you still didn't make it. I want to see Absolutely. more. I want to see you get all the what you deserve. But the point I'm trying to make is people could already think, ah, Nem's made it already. No. Well, in the hood, in Coney Island, I made it. Yes. In, in their terms, in but Coney your, Island But your terms, goals yeah, yeah. and your bucket list in my, and your in my, in my mind, I'm nowhere near where I want to yep. be. And But that also keeps the grind going. On a daily basis yep. because I have goals that I haven't reached. I set small goals for myself. I reach them. Then I set another goal. And the main goal is to be a multi-million billionaire. And I'm not there yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but in the hood, you always have to, you know, you have to keep it in the back of your mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm comfortable where I go in Coney Island. I'm comfortable most places I go. But I'm also not naive to think that anything can't happen, but I don't, I don't feed into it. You know what I'm saying? I don't give it, I don't give it a lot of energy. Sure, sure. I know what you mean. I'm just saying it's so crazy of like how, you know, because also somebody I was that named, person. What, what did they say? What did Jay say? Uh, if I shoot, I shoot, shoot you, you, I'm yeah. brainless. Yeah. If you shoot me, you're yeah. famous. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. You know, listen, um, when we think about, uh, hold on, Mo, relax over there before I hit you with a fucking semolina bread, all right? Right across your fucking head. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? You got a ton? Um, he made it. Yeah, he did. He made it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want to go, I want to I want to go, actually, this is what I want to do. Nem's 20 years in the game. Start spitting out what you're most proudest about. I, you know, like. What I'm most proudest about yeah, is that, that I, highlight I bought a house for my mother. There we go. Yep. Um. I uh what about traveling? Have you did some good traveling? I've been all over the world. Yeah. I've been all over the world. I was supposed to do some more touring this summer, but due to you know yep. corona, yep. that wasn't able to. But um I'm 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 genuinely happy. I do what I want with this music shit. Like I don't drop music all the time. Sure. I drop it when I want to, when it's ready. You ever travel and feel like, yo, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn? Absolutely. Like and it hits you I, like every you get, time. Like, kinda like every time, every time. Every time I travel and I'm getting paid to be in a place where I would have visited on my own or wanted to visit, it's it's you know, it's, it's humble. It's, it's, hum my, it's very humbling. It's very humbling. You know, um, listen, 
from the last time that we had you on, you've been putting out projects. Yeah. What did we put out so far? Well, I think um I was getting ready to drop Gorilla Monsoon, Monsoon. Yep. when we when we um when the last time we did it and that kind of like who's changed that everything. Gorilla Monsoon is a solo album, but it was fully produced by a producer named Jazz Soon. Shout out to Jazz Soon. Super ill. Any, um any features? Uh it had a couple it had I don't care about features. No, no, I know. I'm just asking. Um, yeah, it had a, a couple features. No big names, just people I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Spit Gems, Axel Leon. Um, I had Mero from Jesus and Mero doing some skits on there. Classic. Um, but that kind of like changed the perception because when I when we spoke last time, I said I took a, a year, year off to off, focus yeah. on the yep. brand. The brand got to where it needed to be at the time, and then I was I felt comfortable putting out music. And the Gorilla Monsoon, it hit uh, number eleven on iTunes. There you go. All independently, like I don't have a team. I do everything myself. Now um, you didn't go through any distribution or anything yes, like I got um, distribution with my people. Next Records, they do great business with me, um, and and we hit number eleven on iTunes. And then from there, I dropped. Uh, an EP called Bamboo, and that got the probably my favorite song I did in a long time called You Know the Fucking Vibes. Yep, yep. And then, classic uh, beat. Who did that beat? Vinny Idol from Deep Block. Vinny Idol, I don't know you. The beat is nasty. It's yeah, hard. Vinny Idol's that that dude with the beats. Um, and then we dropped Gorilla Twins. Me and L Bill. L Bill, yeah, I went Bill. I never met. I think iTunes. I made. Wait, is L Bill the one from uh, Boston? No, he's from Brooklyn. What's this kid from uh, Boston? I'm thinking Bill. Slain. Uh, it might Slane be Slain. And, uh, and, one, uh, well, he's in the group. The House with, of Pain dudes. What's oh, Everlast, yeah. La Coca Nostra. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Bill is in the group with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So. That hit number 10 on iTunes. So it's slow progression, but it's progression. Look, Gorilla Monsoon hit number 11. That was the peak. Gorilla Twins hit number 10. So listen, I'm all about slow progression as long as it, it's and progression. And put out quality. And then we got something else. Did you ever mention uh, the other stuff? Me and Scram Jones. There you go. Me and Scram Jones, uh, three songs away from finishing the album. We're not rushing it because Corona. You know what, what about I'm saying? our Irish friend? What's this kid's name? Which one? <laughs> I'm playing around. <laughs> our friend Static Selector. You got something oh, coming with him? Oh, fucking Static. Fuck his life, man. His album's out right now. Just a Pick that up. Even though I'm not on it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your life, Static. But me and Static got an album coming out. Uh, we, We're in the beginning stages of Copy. it. Copy. Me and, me and Scram Jones are finishing our shit right now. That shit is really the hardest shit probably I ever put out. Um, I'm really looking forward to people hearing that. But um, it's going to be uh, me and Scram Jones, then Static Selector, and then we're going to sprinkle some other, other shit in between there. I like it. I like it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Now, what about vinyl? People still buying vinyl? Vinyl is probably bigger than it has been since I I think it's just nostalgic always comes back. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, I I mean, you'll probably never see eight tracks come back, but at least the vinyls will come back. Yeah, no, the vinyls are big. Vinyls sell out every time I drop something, they sell out. You know, um, when we speak about your brand and for people who don't know, and for even people who, listen, I always say this and I'm going to say this again. Uh, for people who know you, I want them to know you a little bit more. And yo, we're only like uh, 25 minutes in and I feel like, you already, they will already have learned more. Um, and the people who don't know you, I want you to, you know, know about you. You know, um, FYL dot NYC dot NY, FYL dot NYC is your uh, brand, is your, you know, uh, clothing has everything from yeah, yeah, yeah. hoodies to tees to uh, 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 um, everything. Dry, everything. It's everything. A, it's a clothing brand, lifestyle brand, yep. product brand. For people who don't know, it means 
Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Where did this come from? How did it come from? Why did it come from? Uh, it just started out of being in Coney Island. A group of us was all rapping, and we always been telling each other, yo, fuck your life. You're like fucking around. Yeah. Like, go fuck and, yourself. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, yo, I got a, you know, yo, I got an A on my test. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So, um, basically, when we, we all were rapping together, yo, we need a group name. I was like, yo, our name is Fuck Your Life. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, people have kids, people stop rapping. I just kept on with it and and I built the brand behind it and it started off with a t-shirt and then it started off with a with one hat out of necessity. I was I was what happened was <clears throat> I got I was doing massive drugs. I stopped. I got clean. I was clean for a couple years. Um I became a drug counselor mm. for like 30 days. I did that yep. shit. And I realized, bro, I don't like this shit. I was yep. working in a rehab and I was like, this shit sucks. And, uh, and then I started hustling. I started statute of limitations is up now. I was moving Coke, Molly, perks, everything. But it was my daily basis. I would wake up in the morning with a phone. I would run the phone sure, sure. all yep. day. Yep. I wasn't comfortable after a while, I was making good money, but I wasn't comfortable with being a hypocrite because on one one end, drugs fucked up my life. You know what I'm saying? And then I got clean, and now I was peddling that sure. type of shit. So I had like a moral thing where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Sure, and, some and it's only sure going to end up two ways, with me going to jail or other problems. I don't want to say dead, but, you know, uh, other problems. Yeah. Um, and I just took that formula because I stopped doing it and I was broke for a minute. And I took that formula. I said, yo, let me let me, let me me make a hat. I went to, to China, got a hat made with the G logo like that I'm wearing it's now. It's Gorilla logo. Yeah, it stands for Gorilla. Yep. Um, it's, it sold out. I made 50 hats. It sold out. Said, were, you, yo, were you surprised? Like, were you like, like honestly? I was you- more relieved that I didn't lose money on the, on, the, on the venture. When you put it out, did you think people would buy it? Okay. Yeah, well, because I I had made little shirts here and there that just said "fuck your life" and people loved them, but I didn't. I wasn't consistent with it. And here's the, here's the special thing: as you as you continue to explain this, most people could start a brand. You could stay there doing fifty T's for the rest of your life. Yeah. How do you elevate? Well, that's the thing. As I, you're saying, and like, yeah, meaning yeah. like, well, with your mindset, I knew yeah. every year when it, every every new year that comes, I I reevaluate where I'm at with myself, with the brand, with the music, and I always think, what could I do to make it bigger? So with the hats, China, every time I would make a flip, China would take six, seven months to sure, sure. a new hat to get. And after the second, third flip, I'm like, yo, I can't deal with this. So through trial and error, I would go to different places. All right, this place, their embroidery sucks. This place, they charge me too much. This place, this, this, and sure, that. Sure, sure. You, you, you then, had to take some L's to yeah, take 100%. some percent and, and the L's be, made... Me the W's now, yeah, yeah you know sure, what I'm saying. Sure, sure. Um, and then I collabed with bigger brands like SSU R. Yeah, yep, seen, how, sir. <laughs> I seen how he finest. was moving. Yeah, I seen how he was moving. Uh, another brand, Grateful, who they do yep. great shit. Um, I seen how how what they used and how they did it and how they moved. And then through a process of trial and error, um. It kept building, and I was doing it strictly through DMs. But I used the hustler mentality from when I was hustling, 
the the the, the legal stuff, yeah, sure, and sure. I pushed it legal where people would be like, "Yo, I want this, but I don't have a a, a PayPal." All right, I'm bringing it to you. If you're in New York City, I'm bringing it to you. Hand deliveries. Yeah, and hand I had to hand. No website. No drugs. No website. No nothing. It was strictly off of DMs on Instagram, and uh, it made over six figures. Mm. And I was like, "All right, now it's time to. How can I?" Build this up more. All right. This year we built the website and I got it. I trademarked everything. Now I own everything. And now um I pay taxes on everything, sure, sure. which sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Sam wants Uncle 33 Sam, yeah. cents yeah, out yeah. of every dollar, which is fucking ridiculous. Yo, actually, Ice T told me something. I gotta say this because it's funny as fuck. Ice T told me because they take 40% from him. I guess I don't know. That maybe he's in that bracket. Yeah, yeah. Probably, he said, like, yo, yeah. the last time I seen. Uncle Sam didn't dodge no, uh, 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 you know, like, like he had a, a thing in like a movie. He had to jump off something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, if Uncle Sam ain't jumping on me, what fuck I got to give Facts. him this money? But, you know, life is life. Well, and- now it, it's a whole night and day scenario because now since I'm a taxpaying citizen, when I see construction going on on my block, I go to the corner and be like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> you know why? Because I'm fucking paying that. Yo, actually, the great you make a great point because learning more. Is it, 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 of course is dope, right? This is, and I want to preach this to the. And let me not say preach. I keep on saying. Yeah, preach. Yeah. Let me teach this to the young kids. Learning more is dope, right? Meaning, like taxes, like you know, th- even now I still learn every day, even my older age. Like I learned that like a certain like Tesla. Like I wanted to get this Tesla. My man was telling me that like if if it's over a certain amount of pounds, you could write off uh, ten thousand here. You could do this. What I'm saying is you could learn if you keep your mind open. You could learn every day. How Absolutely. To, you know, and I'm for still a while, I had no idea yeah, about yeah, yeah. certain things like the gas mileage, or you could like write off your lease. Like yeah. I had no idea Absolutely. about that. And I'll be honest with you, I hate that we don't big that up as much as we big up a pair of Jordans. Like meaning like we should be big enough Absolutely. growing our credit. Or, or, well, or, with the credit, bro, yeah. I went to go get uh, a Honda. See, it's all about, like, you look at people, you might, if you if you don't know who I am and you went and looked at my Instagram today, you see I got the, the truck, the mobile pop-up shop on the yep, back, you we'll see get the rollies, yep. you see all of this, right? You might think it came easy, but it's all about slow progression because they don't see when I went to buy the first Honda Accord or lease it, they said, yo, you have no credit. Yeah. They said, it rub, would be, take that and rub it, it in It would your be chest. better if you had bad credit because then we would have a history on you. And I had to get my mother to co-sign. Sure, sure. And then I had to yep. buy, get a... a What's, what's this type of credit cards oh, uh, called? Uh, the way you Pre-approved, put money down? Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. And you build your credit. And then, you know, eventually the, the white Honda Accord... 2014 went into the 2016 Sport Accord, and now yep. that Accord went to the 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 the, the Denali's, and now the Denali's about to go to the Range Rovers. There it's we go. It's all about slow progression, man. And if if ha- that that people might think it's an overnight success, but that shit took fucking 20 years to become an overnight success. Crazy when you think about it like that. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Um, sitting here with my friend, the one and only. Yeah. Fuck your life, Coney Allen Mayer, Nems. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Cheer. Internets, today's episode is sponsored by the good folks at Lucy. Let me put you on to something. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Internets, I quit over 10 years ago. The greatest decision I ever made in my life. My sister started using Lucy about a year ago, hasn't picked up a cigarette. Premium Petro listeners have been buying this and telling me it's been great. I don't just put you on the ads that are no good. Listen, if you're smoking and you want to quit, this is the product you need to mess with. 
Okay, and and flavors are important. They got lozenges, they got gum, and they're in wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Internet, this is what I want you to do. It's 2021. I want you to get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. Okay, this is the real deal. You want to get a subscription to Lucy? It comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has. Listen to me, okay? They got delivery down pack, okay? So premium Pete listeners, go to lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code Pete to get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy, L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use promo code Pete at checkout, okay? And also, listen, they tell me I, ha- I have to read this or, or Philip Morris is going to come and the Surgeon General is going to come and put me in their trunk. Now I'm already playing. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Internet, go to lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code P at checkout to get some savings and stop smelling like dirty smoke. Get fresh and so clean. And now let's get back to the show. Cheer. Internet, and we're back sitting here with my brother Nems. N-E-M-S. Yo, is that ever uh... I'll smack the shit out of Mims. This is why I'm high. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think I'm... Yo, I, mad I people used to hit me. Yo, I heard you on the radio. This is why This I'm is why I'm back, bro. That's not me. Get the fuck out of here. You know, what was the first song <laughs> you ever heard on the radio that you did? That I did? Yeah. Um, damn, what the fuck was it? Well, on, on serious radio, I'm mad shit. They play my shit all the time. On Hot 97 uh, was K. Slay played my shit. Who gotcha off of Gorilla Monsoon. K. Slay is... Uh, you also done a lot of freestyles. Um, yes. On Show Off Radio with Static, uh, Lord Sayer. Yeah, Lord Sayer. Uh, K Slay. Shouts to K Slay. Um, always supporting the underground, always yeah, supporting yeah, yeah. people um, that, I don't want to say that, you know, just people that a lot of people ain't looking at. Yeah. You know? um, so shouts to K Slay. Now, when you do a freestyle, and I know your style, like in the sense that you want to body the shit out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, um, how, how, how do you do better than the next one? You know, I always tell people in podcasts and they say, like, yo, if you get Jay-Z on a podcast, wow, right? But what about next week, right? So I always say, how do, you, how do you attack? Because, you know, I mean, uh, maybe even Premier, or maybe K-Slay, but there's a couple out there that are very nasty. But how did you approach to even, like, you know? There's no approach. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, the same way that I used to do. See, when I, when I, in the beginning, you said battle rapper and, like, the battle rapping now is you sit, and study somebody for three months, and then like you know, like 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 that's sports, not that's, like yeah, NFL yeah, yeah. is watching. But that's tape. not what I did when I did when when I got my name known in the battle world was when I was doing the Fight Club. You didn't know who you were gonna battle. It was just they call you, they call another person, and y'all spit rhymes at each other. And my rhymes always was more vicious, more disrespectful, and also off the mic and off rapping. I joke around all day. I like to have fun. Sure, sure. I laugh. Like we spoke about before, we come from the corners, from the schoolyards, where all we do is joke around on each other all day. So I got an element of that in my raps. So it just always, I always, my shit was always better than whoever I was battling for the most part. And uh, when I do uh, freestyles, I take pride in... um, actually rapping like i don't try to take no bars off like i don't get lazy i feel like one thing that separates me from a lot of other artists is i'd rather put in an extra hour of work and put some quality and effort into it than just be like all right this rhymes with this 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 will work 
yeah, I think that too, but there's also always a time where you could, yeah, this will work, but this little bit more extra work that you could put in will make it 20 times better. And when I go do the freestyles, I always know that if you do if you do something right and it comes off the right way, it could be a big look for your career. And uh, that's what pe- a lot of people know me from, just from doing freestyles, not even the music. Now, now, what would you say is some of your... Your personal favorite lines, you know, that you came up with. I'll take your newborn daughter and punt her. Because you's <laughs> a fucking lame and your mother's a gunter. I'll take your newborn daughter and punt her. I love that one. Uh, I mean, I, I know something's hot when I'm writing it. And it makes me go, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like this, sometimes I, you know, I sit, I write. Um, but there's also times where I write a line where it just hits me and I write it down. And I'm like, Phew. That shit is fire. And I know other people, if it makes me say it, and I'm the one that came up with it, I know for the most part it'll make other people feel that way. You know, you're not the most uh, small talk guy in the um, music business. So what I mean by that is, and I've always told you, and I know uh, there's a couple of people that, you know, were around your side, people like Busy. I mean, when he doesn't have blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. point I'm trying to make is, I know you'll want to be in control of your career. But would you ever be open to a manager that you could work with that could also see some of your, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. And- I'm not anti-establishment. It's just from years of being in the in the music business and seeing all the bullshit that goes along. It's just like, yo, I don't want to conform to that. No, I had a I had a deal with with Def with- Jam at 17. I had a deal with Shady, Shady. Yep, yep. when and when I was doing the Fight Club shit, and I had other. Uh, deals on the table with smaller, lesser-known companies that people might not know. But even from the beginning of my career, I'm Puerto Rican and Irish, right? I remember one of the first uh, independent labels that I was going to sign with, they asked me if I would be okay rapping in a kilt. You know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, that's, like that's not yeah, that's not even Irish. That's Tell them uh, to go that's fuck Scottish. Them, so. You know what I'm saying? And from that shit like that, I would be like, bro, like, or they would be like, yo, could you rap in Spanish? Like. I don't rap in Spanish. Like, I fucking rap, rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, so those little things have formed over the years of me being like, bro, I'm not doing what these fucking people want. I'm going to do what I want sure, sure. and do it how I I'm want. I'm going to be in this game, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it my way. I make music for myself. If other people like it, that's an added bonus. I mean, that's an artist, you know, um, unless he's sanctioned to make something that somebody exactly wants. Exactly. He's going to make what he like, likes. Like, I never go into yeah. the studio thinking like, yo... I'm, I got to make a song tonight for the clubs or I got to make a song tonight for the radio. No, if I go into the studio, most of the time, me personally, the shit is already written. I like to write at home. I like my most creative time is in the morning. When I wake up before I look at my phone, before the the merch orders come in and everything else and people hitting me because they want this a, X, Y, and Z. I like to just drink my coffee, get into my little creative zone and 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 do my thing. That's my most creative time. You know, we spoke about uh, a couple of albums that released since the last time you sat down with me. And, uh, you know, we think about features. Over the years, what's some of your favorite features from, like, artists? I know you say, like, I know some, it's well, like the a Ghostface, yeah. The Ghostface album, they hit me and, and I was, I mean, Ghostface is a big influence on sure. my career. Wu-Tang, obviously. Um, but just to be... They hit me and I'm on Ghostface's album. One song, just me and Ghostface. And then there's another song, just me and Cool G Rap. And that's like, the you know, God. that's those are bucket list items. You know what I'm saying? And and what, what stood out to me more is that it wasn't even on my song. It was like, they hit me to be on their shit. And that, uh, 
you know, that that that's that's a nice feather in sure, my cap. Sure, sure. Now, is there somebody that you want to do a track with that you haven't yet? Now nah, we getting there. Um, the Scram Jones shit. Um, Who else? What about the, what about wood, artist? The artist that gave us already uh, confirmation, Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Um, already was like, yo, just you know, we're gonna make it happen. The big, big, big show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joey cracked. Yo, he he. Uh, As a Puerto Rican rapper, like yeah, yeah, there was sure. no nobody bigger um than coming up than Big Pun and Fat Joe and Terror Squad. Like that was such a big influence, and at the time. Just them being Puerto Rican and being super ill with it and just like running through the game like real goonies, you know what I'm saying? Like that, they gave us pride to be sure, Puerto Rican sure. They're wild in the games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So just the fact that uh that Fat Joe shows me love on a regular basis is like mind blowing now. You know, uh Fat Joe, to be honest with you, um is a, a national treasure. Um, I mean that. You know, he, he's more than an artist. He, you know, this guy is uh Somebody who has had an eye, an ear, um, a helping hand. Yep. And then also contribute so much to the culture. Honestly, man, he's become like, uh, uh, you know, like a, I mean, if this was a union, I would consider him like, a, you know, like a vice president of hip hop. You know what I mean? Facts. Like he's, uh, he cares that much. You know what I'm saying? He's, it's amazing to see his role at a, at a later age. Of, uh, you know, so that's what we need yeah. people like him, yeah. like Nori, yeah. like yeah. good you know people, man. Another feature was Onyx, man. I was on yeah. the new Onyx album, really. And uh, Fred Joe Starr hit me, called me personally, and was like, Yo, that's uh, I think that's the best feature that um, that we've ever got. Now, they got features from Big Pun, they got features from DMX, and they've done songs with every 50 cent, everybody. So for Fred Joe to call me and be like, Yo, the feature you gave us was. My personal favorite feature, and I think the best feature we've gotten was like another like bucket list thing. Cause Onyx is a people don't people don't expect that when people ask me my influences, I'll be like, "Yo, Sticky Fingers, sure. Onyx," and they'd be like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yo, that, that they probably didn't see that one coming." Yeah, you know when we think about Fyl, okay, the brand Fyl dot NYC. Yep. Um, visit that today. You know, cop yourself something. There's a lot of dope different things on there. But more importantly, I love the fact. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a slice of pizza in a second. Calm down, more before I come over there. And I come over there. I fucking hit you with the zooms H6 across your head. All right. Um, I really love. Um, what were we talking about? Talking about uh, Onyx. No, not pizza. Not Onyx. Uh... Fyl. Fyl. There we go. See, there that's we go, what... Mike. That's Mike why we shout to Mike C. Um, Mike C. Odd on Instagram. What made you? Uh, what I love is you got this GMC truck. You go and get it customized to pull out drawers of merch where most people do a TV or fucking and you have a TV. Got yet, the TV too. And the TV. But meaning yeah. like people do like a system. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You did more of like a fucking pop up shop pickup truck. Well, it, it came out of necessity. It was like this. Um, when I had the Accord, I was bumping shit out of the trunk. You feel me? Like I was, uh, cause bring him in here. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah. Why are you walking like that, Mo? Shouts to Mo. Look at that. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, with the with the truck, I was bumping shit out of the the Accord for years. Like the back of my trunk, I would fill up with the merch and sell it hand to hand. And um, when the lease was up on the Accord, I was like, yo. I'm not getting the storefront. I don't want a storefront because everything's online nowadays. It doesn't really make sense. Must be stuck there all day. Yeah. So especially it would make sense to put it in Coney Island. It would just become a hangout. Sure, sure. 
niggas would start selling weed out of it. We'd be it'd be a fucking uh, a mess. So I I it's always about having vision with whatever you do. So when I I had the vision, I was like, yo, I'm gonna get a pickup truck. I'm gonna make the back my store. I'm gonna make put a TV with some video games on it. And now it's wherever I go, it's a it's a party. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that shit is crazy. When the first time I seen that shit, um, I was like, wow, you got a, a pickup truck. Uh, pulling out what Merle size you need. Um, just a real hustle, yeah, man. man. Just a real. It reminds me of the, the the guy in Coney Island with the shopping cart pushing it in the sand. Hey, about ice cream fudges, ice cream fudges here. You know, remember that guy? Yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got fudges. Best tan in Coney you know? Island. Oh man, listen, Coney Island. One thing I love about growing up in Coney Island. Um, man, I grew up. I actually lived down the block from Tatonas, uh, right around the corner from yep. the Glass Guy. Uh, but I forgot this guy's name. Wild guy too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know his name. Yeah, but I, I fuck his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but, <laughs> but uh, anyway, there was a fucking point I was gonna make. Uh, the tonos, the pizza. Yeah, but but I grew up. I grew up around the. Yeah, we gotta have this. Let's see. This oh, is not. Cause listen, fuck your. Fu- uh, well, and actually, no, I'm gonna say that. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we don't fall, we don't roll, we don't ride. That's all. Pretty good. We don't bend, we don't shake. You got a napkin over there? Um, I guess what I'm saying is when you think about what Coney Island, what Brooklyn has gave to you, you know, that's one thing we said earlier that like a lot of kids never been off the block. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest with you. Thank the you. NYC, the Brooklyn, if you grew up in Queens, you grew up in Bronx, you have this kind of stigma. Mm-hmm. To you that really sticks out In other places in the world We're fast paced Yeah We I, want everything When we want it We want it to be fast And you gotta get done We're multitaskers From birth What do you think That people think of Particularly even Brooklyn I'm gonna give you an example Yesterday I had appliance put in I'm in Jersey I'm all the way deep Yeah yeah The point I'm making is They come in I'm talking They say hey Hey your accent You know What are you from Where are you from New York Yeah Meanwhile I'm only an hour away Hour yeah, and change yeah. away It's like Who do you think I'm like living in Wyoming and that it always happened. It doesn't fail. Other guy comes in. Hey, what's his name? Said you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, I used to live over there. It was like, next thing you know, like anything you need. They did extra stuff. Um, you know, there's something about being from New York that, and I'm not saying Atlanta is, I love what Atlanta has done. There's a lot of talent out there. I love the West Coast now. When I was younger, I didn't. Um, but there's something about New York. That gives you that fucking... It's a camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. That you know people are addicted like, to. Yo, it's, 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 you make it in New York, you can make it here, yeah. you make it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's a camaraderie. Like, if you, especially out of state, or if I'm in Europe and anything like you, you, everybody knows somebody from Brooklyn, no matter where in the world you are. You could be in fucking in Tunisia. You know what I'm saying? And you mentioned Brooklyn, and there's somebody, sure. family that lives in Brooklyn. You could be in fucking... In, in Australia, you know what I'm saying? No matter what, there's somebody somewhere in a neighborhood from Brooklyn in every part of the world. Even when you're away. I remember being away, like, you know, somebody was from Brooklyn. Even though you didn't know each other, you kind of clicked up. As Absolutely. long as, you know, they weren't into anything crazy. And, and and for anyone who wants to know, okay, I'll give you your rule book in jail. No don't gambling, do drugs. Don't gamble. And don't mess with homeless. Don't have any sexual activities. And mind your fucking business. And you'll be able to maneuver... If you happen to be in that world or that situation, I'm not saying go there because going to jail is corny. Okay. People want to tell you there's nothing good there. The food no. is not good. Jail's there's no for the pussy. Birds. You know what I mean? Do and, 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 and that's what I want to say and commend you and I'm so proud of you about because 
we both were hustlers. We're both doing legit things. It feels good mm-hmm. to make money and to be able to do things you want, when you want, how you want, legitimately. Absolutely. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to uh, turn your head and yeah. you don't have to worry and like, like it, it's a great feeling. So, you know. Listen, the cops used to pull me over in Coney Island and go, as soon as they, hey, Nems, how you doing? Step out <laughs> the car. Before they even, even if it was for a parking ticket. Now... I park on the wrong side of the street every time I park in Coney Island. Nobody bothers me. The cops know who I am. They tell me. The other cop the other day was like, hey, what's up, man? I ordered a hat from your site. I was like, did you get it? He was like, yeah, yeah, I love it. I was like, all right, thanks. You should have got the cop dodges. (laughs) You know, um, when we think about Coney Island, and, uh, you know, we got to definitely mention your cousins. Um, Rest in peace Mm -hmm. to uh, take over. Ricky. Absolutely. Um, You know. The street, man, you know, or life is just a tough place. Absolutely. And, um, you know, to see what you have done, you know, and, uh, just so people who don't know, there's a lot of murals in Coney Island. One on what street? West 20th? West 16th. West 16th. There's another Mermaid. One. Is it both? There's two of them. They're both on okay. 16th and Mermaid. The whole block we did for them. You know, I'm talking about beautiful pieces. First of all, who's the kid who did the, the, the face? The faces. That's BK Fox. She's a girl. She's a female. Really? She did that shit with spray paint. That shit is next level. I've never seen nothing like it. But actually, we'll put a picture up of it uh, right now on the on the video side of this. I knew which I knew um, the quality that I wanted for my cousins. Like I wanted the best. You know what I'm saying? And mad people offered to do the murals for free. And uh, my man Prez, who did, because there's two murals. There's one of their faces, and then there's one of their names. So my man Prez, who did Shout their names. Prez. Yeah, he's super fire. Um, he put me on to BK Fox, sent me on Instagram. And once I seen it, she had did the, the Nipsey Hustle wall in Bed-Stuy, um, the Mac Miller one. She's just, it looks like you're looking at a portrait of the people. It's the incredible. Per- I'm so not just saying this. I went back and forth with her for about seven months. She was booked, and then she, you know, was... She gave me a price, and I just told her, at the, at, like, yo, listen, I don't care how much it is. Just tell me when you're available, and it'll get done. If you're going to be in Coney Island, you don't have nothing to worry about. There'll be somebody there watching your equipment. There'll be somebody there buying you lunch. There'll be some every need that you want. All you got to do is show up and paint. And uh, once I saw her work, I didn't want anybody else because my sure. cousin's... Sure, they 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 they, they deserve they, the best. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. They meant the world to me. They were my best friends. They were my shooters. Road dogs. They were my goonies. They were with me everywhere I went. And it wasn't like friends. It was they were my first cousins. So they were at everything I did, family events, uh, fr- literally from birth. My cousin Ricky was a year older than me. My cousin Takeover was uh, five or six years younger than me. But from my birth to their birth. We were, they were there with me through every single thing. And um, when, you know, they got, they got killed the same night, um, the same, you know, the same incident. Um, and, and it really just threw my whole life full. I was having the best summer of my life. Gorilla Monsoon dropped May 31st of that year. I think it was, yeah, of 2019. So from that, it hit number 11 on iTunes. I had never been on any charts sure, before. Sure. I was getting mad love. I did Puerto Rico, Chicago. Then I did the Netherlands. Then we came back. We did Crazy. SOBs, sold out, um, which my cousin Ricky was there on stage Yeah, with I remember me. that. Yeah, I seen the pictures. Um, the and video then actually. three months later, August 20th, they got killed. 
And it just like became, went from, and in that time I bought the house in that time for my mother. So I, I had bought a house. I did, I, my life was just going upward sure. and then it just hit a fucking super big roadblock where uh, my life just felt like it was over. Like I, I never dealt with anything of that magnitude. Yeah, I had friends that died, um, but never somebody, these people that were so close to me and it really fucked me up. I never understood how people would get depressed or anything, but there was times where I did not want to wake up. I did not want to get out of bed. I did not want to do anything. And uh, it really showed me a different side of life and it made me more open and 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 intuitive to people with mental illness and and things like that because it just showed me how quick things could get you know could feel like you're suffocating and and yeah. and, and and life isn't worth living and and it came to a point where I was like all right I could I could I could stay doing I could stay like this what is that going to accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Sure, you could, hit a brick wall. I could make sure that their names are remembered, and I could make sure that that uh, everything I do is uh, is with them watching over me. And now I, I got, unfortunately, I didn't. You know, I would have rather them been physically by my side, but now I, they're by my side. I believe that energy never dies. And, yeah. and and I'll tell you, I'm really proud of how much you uh, have represented them, and 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 keep on doing that because one, that'll be great for your soul. Um, you know, uh, you're not alone. Um, you know, even I lost my grandmother, um, different circumstances as far as mm -hmm. like, but, but I never lost somebody so important to me. Um, you know, I remember I stayed in the bed for months, you know, sometimes it was dark at three o'clock in the afternoon. So it's real. Like sometimes people, people don't want to talk about this shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's real. Like, and we should, as men, you know, like I'm not even trying to be corny. I know Nems is the, 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 you know, it's like, you're not the guy for this, but you are. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like, you know, like corny and cliche things are so true. So it's like, you know, like you got to value your life. And, uh, you know, sometimes like you get discouraged. And sometimes I'm sure even with F FYL, you wanted to give up. I'm sure with the 100%. rap shit, you wanted to give up. But uh, we keep pushing. There's no alternative. Um, and, and right now what you're doing is you're carrying them on your back. You're representing. Mm -hmm. And they would want you to be proud. So, you know, sometimes I tell you, sometimes you chase things. Sometimes shit pulls you. Yeah. So I feel like the shit is pulling you now. Absolutely. Um, and uh let that. A hundred percent. And it's also like um now become a not not that I'm an avid where I'm on the front lines and, and doing but I'm also now an advocate for for mental health and, and, and now and I never thought I would be somebody to even speak about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's be, important. A hundred percent. It's important. And at the end of the day, don't you know, you leave your friends alone. And, and 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 what I mean by that is good to have good friends, but they don't need to know all your problems. And it's well, better sometimes it's they good don't judge for, you. To, to to find a, a a friend that you trust in that you do tell your problems. I say to. at least find. Well, well, here's what I always say. Let me actually re rephrase that. If you can, just find at least one person that you know that you trust. Talk to them. If not, go see somebody because there's nothing wrong with getting all that shit out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've seen a lot of people commit suicide over the years now. Um, things you don't, you never know what someone else you is going You have to come through. to a choice in life where it's like either you're going to let life fold you or you're going to fucking fold yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got to fold life like this fucking slice yeah. of pizza right And listen, there. when you, you fold a nice slice of pizza like a glove, that's a start that it's a good absolutely. slice. Absolutely. Like, yo, you can't, you can't, let, you can't just go in the fetal position and fucking, and die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, life is not meant Everybody suffers trauma, some more than others. But 
You can't let that define you. You can't let that dictate how your life goes. Because if you do, your life is going to be fucking miserable. And it's not going to be a life worth living. That's why I'm so adamant about... Like, I, I, I'm really against, as everybody should be, people that hurt children. People that rape women. Like... Those are f- mental scars that, that like, fuck people up for sure, life. Sure, And, uh, you know, unfortunately, as I get older and talk with more people, like, a lot of people go through that shit. Like, thank God it didn't happen to me, like, anything when I was a kid. But a lot of people go through that type of shit and be fucked up for life. You know what I'm saying? And you can't let that shit define you. You got to get it out, whether it be therapy or, 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 or a friend or, or just... There's, there's a lot yeah, of ways or, to get it out. Or you even can't just, let that yeah. f- that shit you, fold you. Yeah, you can't. That's right. Fold life. I like that. You know, listen, um, a lot of projects coming out. Scram Jones. Yeah. Static Selector. Yeah. Um, you know, FYL.NYC. Yep. A lot of different releases coming out. Yep. Possibly collabs. Um, listen, you know, um, always a, a, a great time to sit down with you. Always. And go over just just real life shit. You know what I mean? Just not just only rap or or this. It's just real life shit. So I want, you know, like I said, I want everyone to go to FYL.NYC. Yep. Um, Some people get confused. Yes, that's a website. And yeah. .NYC Instead of is a website. Com, it's .NYC. And also, what are you on Instagram again? Nems, N-E-M-S underscore F-Y-L. Okay. Listen, internet, as we wind this episode down, I want you to, uh, like I said, go to the site, check them out. If you never heard of NEMS, okay, today, take the time, go to iTunes, go buy it, go stream it, go to Spotify. Listen. Rub it on your fucking chest. <laughs> and, and you know what? We're going to end on that note. Internet. You know what we got to say. Fuck your life, stupid. See you next episode. Bang. Cheer. Oh, man. That return to the NEMS episode. I told you, first of all, the dude is funny. Uh, fellow Brooklynite, fellow Coney Islander, but more importantly, he keeps it a hundred. He always keeps it real. And what's more crazy about it is just I feel like this episode right here was really sincere about his journey. You, it, it just goes to show you the heart and 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 the focus that Nems has. So, internet, listen, enjoy. Make sure you rate, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. You want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show, big brand, small brand, little brand, whatever. Email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Again, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Email me. You want to help with producing a podcast. You got some questions about podcasts, scripted podcasts, whatever. Equipment, email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Make sure you at Premium Pete and Premium Pete Show on Twitter and Instagram. Say what's up. Let me know where you're listening from, okay? Until next episode, peace and blessings. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. Cheer.